Make sure to share this with friends. Faith 
Since we're together, we might as well say, Would you be mine? Could you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? Won't you please? Won't you please? Please won't you be my neighbor? Hope community, how's it going? So glad to have you on this last Sunday in September. And uh, if it's your first time here, listen, welcome. And we consider you a part of our family now. You are a hope dealer. And wherever you're at in this moment, hope community is happening. We have, uh, we have decided to move beyond four walls and, and move beyond just being congregated in one hub. But now we see hope communities everywhere. Everywhere that we connect like this, everywhere where we connect through the message of hope, that is a hope community. And we're actually starting to see uh, hope explode in the lives of our neighbors and our friends and our families and it's it's really getting contagious and so it's so exciting and so thank you for hanging out with us um if you haven't done so please hit the share button send this to other folks that you know that could use a good dose of hope send it to your friends your family uh your co-workers your neighbors whoever send it out and man let's just see hope community continue to grow and see this message of hope and good news spread all over the place um we are on this uh, last Sunday, and it's the last in our series on "Won't You Be a Neighbor?" and or "Won't You <laughs> Won't You Be a Neighbor?" That's a good one too. But "Won't You Be My Neighbor?" Uh, and we felt like that in the midst of all the cynicism and the craziness and and the eagerness just to fight with one another in this season, uh, we need to learn to uh, be a good neighbor again and constantly seek out the humanness. And each of us see that image of God and honor that and begin from there. And so we've had a good time over the last few weeks talking about how uh, to see the good in other people, how to relate to that, how to bring out uh, positivity and to even encourage our neighbors, our co-workers, our other family members, however, to uh, better our relationships 
And today uh, is special because tomorrow is actually National Good Neighbor Day, and it was actually started all the way back in 1978. Uh, President Jimmy Carmer, Carter, Carmer, Carter, President Jimmy Carter issued a proclamation. He said, our nation struggles to build friendship among the peoples of this world, and we are mindful that the noblest human concern is the concern for others. Understanding love and respect build cohesive families and communities. This, uh, the same bonds uh, that cement our nation and the nations of the world. For most of us, this is the sense of community, and it is nurtured and expressed in our neighborhoods. When we get uh, in our neighborhoods, and when we give each other an opportunity to share and feel and be a part, that makes it a larger family. Really good, right? And so, I thought, you know, this whole month we could just build up to this moment tomorrow and then just challenge ourselves like to start tomorrow and for the rest of the season because guess what you know we're in the middle of an election and all there's all this craziness going on um why not choose each day to be a good neighbor and i found this scripture in first peter chapter three and i thought man this is perfect and this could be our rallying call. This could be our, our mission statement for the next few months. Really, it should be the mission statement for just being a good neighbor. Okay? So, 1 Peter 3, starting with verse 8, I'm going to read from the Passion Translation. It says, Now, this is the goal, to live in harmony with one another and demonstrate affectionate love, sympathy, and kindness towards others. Let humility describe who you are as you dearly love one another. Never retaliate when someone treats you wrongly, nor insult those who insult you, but instead respond by speaking a blessing over them. Because a blessing is what God promises to give you. For the scriptures tell us whoever wants to embrace true life and find beauty in each day must stop speaking evil and hurtful words and never deceive in what they say. Always turn from what is wrong and cultivate what is good. Eagerly pursue peace in every relationship, making it your prize. For the eyes of the Lord Yahweh rest upon the godly and his heart responds to their prayers. But he turns his back on those who practice evil. Boom! Man, so... In this moment, I, I, I really don't know of a better scripture to speak to us in this moment. This moment of cynicism and hopelessness and just wanting to fight and bitterness and, and really anger from nowhere. Constant strife. Racial unrest. As, first off, as believers. As those who call themselves Christians, right? This should be our heart cry that we would live in harmony, that we would look beyond what people think, look beyond how people feel, look beyond all of that, even actions, and just live in harmony by demonstrating agape, by demonstrating love. And from that comes sympathy and empathy and kindness towards everyone that we come into contact, contact with. And, and also walk in humility walking in humility, seeing each other as created, being created equal and being created in his image, right? That will bring about this uh, kenosis, this uh, 
outpouring of love from our hearts. And we would learn not to, re- not to retaliate when someone treats us or says something stupid to us. Why? Because in sympathy and empathy, we begin to see where they are and where that heart is that's, that's retaliating in that way towards us. And so instead of retaliating back and pouring on more hurt, we see, we empathize and see where they're at. Uh, we, we, we don't want to insult, but what do we want to do? We want to speak blessing. We want to speak good things. We want to notice the, the image of the Father in them and speak towards that. Speak good towards who they really are. Okay? So they can see that and step out of that. And then it talks about how the Scripture tells us, and it, it's... it's um, bringing up a passage from the Psalms, uh, actually 34, 12 through 16, right? And talking about how if you want to embrace true life, if you really want to be human and find beauty in every day, then stop speaking stupid stuff. Stop speaking hurting words. Quit deceiving people, right? Why do we try to deceive people? Because we want people to see us from differently than how they really see us, right? The things that other folks call us. But honestly, being the real you, the true you, the who you were created to be, and speaking that truth is going to bring more life and more beauty to situations than trying to deceive people into something that others might have said you were. Just be you. And when you be you, that helps others be them, right? Others become themselves. We treat each other as image bearers, and that the, the barriers begin to come down. Turn from what is wrong and cultivate, begin to plant seeds of good, begin to tend it, begin to grow it, right? And what is that going to do? It's going to choke out the weeds of stupidity and bad, and, and bad, and bad decisions and, and things that are said that hurt people. When you plant good and cultivate it and grow it, it begins to choke out the other garbage. Okay? And then there's this interesting passage. It says, For the eyes of the Lord Yahweh rest upon the godly, and his heart responds to their prayers. But he turns his back on those who practice evil. What's that talking about? It's basically saying, listen, if you continue to do this stupid stuff and you continue to uh, deceive people and speak evil and hurtful words, basically it's saying that the the father and all he's trying to do to help you it's like i can't i can't do anything in the middle of this the spirit can't help in the middle of this if you continue to speak these things so it's basically basically like listen until you start living who you really are and still you start being who you're supposed to be if you don't quit coming out if you don't start coming out from under the deception of what others have said you were and and maybe the deception of maybe what even society has said about you if you don't come out from under that and, and, and you keep speaking that stuff, you're, you're just going to continue to grow the same cycle. And so it's not, it's not so much saying that he's like, I'm done with you. He's basically saying, I can't, I can't do anything until, until this changes. Until you begin to see yourself in the mirror as who you really are. Until you begin to see that, you know what? The Father really loves you. He's not out to do anything to you, and he's not out against you. He's actually for you, okay? And so 
when you <laughs> when you start planting the good and you tend it and you cultivate it and you grow more good, right? Things begin to shift and change. But if you continue to plant evil and you continue to sow seeds of discord, you're going to live in that. And it's going to feel like the, the father's got his back turned to you. And he doesn't. He's just basically going, listen, and, and you've got to change this. And, you know, I was thinking over the, over the last few weeks about frequencies. And, you know, we see there's, there's, there's so much stuff happening around us. Um, and there's so, not only between human beings and different people, but also in the earth itself. It just seems like there's some crazy stuff going on. And when you look at the last decade or so, all the, all the dumb stuff human, pe- human beings have done, the discord that we've sown, we've been at each other's throats, we've been talking all this trash, we've been doing all this stuff, and that has a frequency to it. I'm not trying to get weird in sci-fi or anything, but when you think about how everything was created, it was spoken into existence through frequency. Uh, when you study in, in, uh, more about the, the, the spirit of God, you, you'll find these terms and phrases about frequencies and, and about hovering over and, and it it really is this natural thing that happens in the earth and it ha- even happens between humans uh, and, and animals and plants. Think about it. When you talk, have you read the science about this? When you talk nicely towards a plant, it grows better. When you talk trash to a plant, it tends to shrivel up and die. When you talk good things to your kids, they do good things. If you treat them like garbage and tell them that they're stupid, guess what? They'll be that. Those are all frequencies. Okay. And so there's all this stuff happening. It's because we're not being good neighbors. We're not being good neighbors to each other. We're not being good neighbors to the earth. It says that for God to love the cosmos, the word means universe. It doesn't mean world. We tend to get so pinpointed uh, that the cross just focuses on individuals. But man, when when you pull out and see the big picture here, cross resurrection, ascension, it's actually the redemption of everything. (laughs) And so this message of salvation, Sozo, is healing for everything. It's this, it's time to release a frequency of love and hope to begin to restore the stupid stuff that mankind has done because we started listing and gathering rules and regulation instead of walking in relationship. Okay, so let's hit a few notes here on just in this moment, because tomorrow's uh, National Good Neighbor Day. Let's talk about how to be a good neighbor in society and culture right now in the midst of all this craziness. How, uh, how do we do good neighboring today? All right. I got a couple notes here. Uh, first thing is we, we have got to agape. We have got to learn to love the lonely those that feel distance, those that feel like they're outcasts, those that feel like um, they're far away, whether far away from family or far away from uh, connection or far away from father, we have got to learn to uh, stop, take a moment and see that folks are dealing with depression and anxiety and hurt and they're lonely. And uh, you know, the suicide rate in the nation is, is staggering. And so we've got to take a moment and learn to love. We've got to take a moment to care. We've got to take a moment to, hey, I, gotta, I need to call and see how this person's doing. Because I know that they deal with 
you know, loneliness or depression. I should call and, and check in on them and just be human for a moment. So uh, just take each day and just maybe pray and say, Father, give us eyes to see those that are actually hurting around us and a heart to actually care. Okay? Another thing is, is that we need to uh, start um, having conversations and actually think about how we can empower the poor around us. Jesus was constantly saying, you know, that we need to be ta- we need to be taking care of the poor, and and that's not just um, physical assets that make us poor, but also mindsets. Okay, and so the first thing to to start um, looking to help in those situations is realizing that people are not a project. You know, people struggling, it's not a project, but it's actually folks that we love. And we're not there to, to reach down, right? What a horrible position. I'm going to reach down and pull you up. No, we, we reach out. We're all on the same level, all right? Some of us just see things differently and need help. And so it's in these moments that we empower folks. And so that's either empowering them to see things differently, to see who they really are, uh, to, to where they can start, uh, you know, Operating differently or actually just helping, like maybe giving in those moments. All right, we also need to um, begin to embrace orphans. And that's, you know, legit physical orphans. And it's also folks that have an orphan mindset, okay? Thinking that they don't, you know, they've been hurt so much that they feel like they don't belong anymore, that they don't uh, connect anymore. Um, so we need to embrace this with that mindset. We also need to embrace those that are legit, real orphans in the world. And when we invest either in one child or in a, an entire foster family or a family that adopts, um, you know, orphans or whatever, it, it, that, you know, it might not feel like we're changing the whole world, but can I tell you something? We're changing that child's life. We're changing that family's life. And so moving forward as Hope Community, uh, that's what we're looking to do. Wherever we connect at, wherever we're at, you know, like you know, we talked about in the beginning of the video, how we, we have moved beyond four walls. And so we want to find ways that, that through, you know, uh, uh, through resources, through hearts, through whatever, wherever we're at, uh, wherever we connect, we want to find ways where we can embrace those that are hurting, that are orphans. We want to embrace foster families and, and folks that, 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 that are adopting however we can. We're going to help. We're going to move. And uh, we're going to try to help change their world. We might not change the entire world by doing things like that, but we can change their world. Um, and the last thing I want to hit on, and it's, it's one that's <laughs> it's kind of hard to talk about, but we need to talk about it. Um, because it's happening right now, and that is we have got to have a heart to reconcile the racism that is happening in our nation. If we really want to be a good neighbor, if we really want to do what Jesus said to do, to love our neighbors as ourselves, then we're going to have to recognize that racism is happening, all right? It's not something that's made up. It's not something that's a part of some political party that they're trying to trumpet. It's actually happening, we just need to open our eyes and see it. And, and, and part of reconciling racism or restoring harmony uh, in, uh, in, in our humanness with each other, one, we have got to acknowledge it. And so, listen, I'm just going to be real as I possible, possibly can. Us white folk need to acknowledge that this is real and it's happening. All right? It exists. No matter how ugly it is, no matter how ugly our history can be, we've got to quit ignoring it. 
We gotta quit saying that it wasn't as bad as what it was. We need to acknowledge it. That's the first step. We have to acknowledge it and we even have to see it in places in ourselves. I'm not calling anybody a racist, but there are some there's some racism that's been happening, either systematically or or just through one way or the other. We just need to acknowledge it and we need to check our heart. Okay? The second thing we need to do is we need to listen. Okay? If you're gonna be a good neighbor, you gotta listen. And so we need to listen to our our black brothers. We need to listen to our brown brothers. We need to listen to uh, Native American families who have been put through some horrible things. We can't ignore this anymore. We've got to acknowledge it and we got to listen. All right. Uh, we don't want to dismiss these voices that are speaking. We need to listen. And, and one way you can listen is to read stories. Right. When we hear stories and and hear testimonies of other people's lives, it teaches us. It teaches us more than just reading statistics because we're adding heart and a face to that statistic and so we need to see that okay we read listen uh, and then be able to talk about it i'm not telling you to go out and become you know uh a, get on some soapbox but you need to be able to talk about it with your family and your friends and when stuff comes up and something's said that you know is not cool acknowledge it T say it's not cool and talk about it it's the only way things are going to shift Okay, and here's the last thing, live different. Live different. Acknowledge it, listen, talk about it, and then live differently. Allow those stories to change you and your perspective and live differently, okay? Racism isn't just the presence of hate, it's actually the absence of love, and us, being followers of the way, followers of Jesus, right? And we're supposed to be all about love. We're the ones that need to be, we're the ones that need to add that in these situations. Okay? So, here's how we're going to close this out today. Um, we're going to pray for our neighborhoods. All right? We're going to pray for our neighbors. And uh, just... I'm going to invite you in wherever you're at in this moment. You can be watching it with us live right now. Or if you're watching this at a later time, it doesn't matter. Just take some moments to acknowledge and uh, hear what's being said. And maybe in your heart, express it the same way. Um, I'm beginning to see prayer a little differently. Prayer is, is, is these moments where we get silent, we listen, um, we connect with the Spirit, and it's not so much about declaring anything. It's really just speaking from your heart. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to pray from my heart over neighborhoods. And, and maybe you have some other words that you'll want to say. Okay? So let's pray for the relationships between the folks that we come into contact with. Pray, let's pray for our relationships between our neighbors. Father, we ask for healthy, thriving relationships between neighbors. We pray different cultures will be able to understand and, and care for one another in our neighborhood. We pray that the diversity that's happening around us, the diversity of your people, will be celebrated by everyone, just as you affirm and you love each of us. We pray for peace. We ask for your presence in our streets, in our homes, in our communities. We pray for uh, all the, the, the local uh, governing bodies and all those that are in connection uh, with um, just 
uh, enforcing things in our neighborhoods and our cities. We ask for safety in all those places. We ask for wisdom and compassion in all circumstances. We pray for comfort for those who've actually experienced violence and experienced horrible things from maybe some of these institutions. And we ask that you would give them comfort and protection and, 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 uh, and love in these moments. And we ask for justice, true justice, to come forward. We ask that our communities would flourish because we are in connection with one another and we love one another, that our neighbors uh, would learn uh, to love one another and to care for one another and even encounter Jesus through all of this. We pray that we can be good stewards of your love. Man, that's so good. We pray that we can become good stewards of your love. We would actually have sympathy and empathy for everyone that we had come in contact with, that we would see our humanness, that, that image of the Father, and we would honor that. We ask us to, that you would help us to learn from those in our community, that we would listen and hear, and that where we're at, all would feel welcome. All would feel a place to where they could be a part. Thank you, Father. Amen. So I'm going to be posting this uh, prayer sheet. You can have, maybe you can take some time and rewrite it. Or like I said, take a moment in silence and just connect uh, and, and speak from your heart into your community and your neighborhood. Uh, and a good day to do it. It's tomorrow because it's National Good Neighbor Day. Um, just a few quick announcements before we go. This coming Tuesday uh, is The Dwelling at 7 o'clock. We have been talking about uh, the book by uh, Barbara Ann Taylor called uh, Walking in the Dark or Taking a Walk in the Dark. It is so good. Uh, we're going to be hitting chapters 1 and 2 uh, this week. And I uh, just invite you to come and hang out with Lindsay and I. Uh, that's going to be awesome. We do those every other Tuesday. So we'll, have, we'll be on this Tuesday and then we'll take a break and then we'll be back the next Tuesday. It's, it's just a, a pretty good schedule. So you can hang out with those on uh, those nights. Uh, we also got wearehopecommunity.com. There is a ton of resources there, a ton of podcasts and videos, things you can connect with and some other things. Don't forget to check that out. October, man, we are looking at our two-year, that's right, two-year anniversary. And uh, we're excited uh, about celebrating that. Uh, we are uh, going to be doing things a little differently, uh, but it's going to be awesome. And so we'll have some information coming out about that in the coming week. I'm excited about it. Um, but really, October the 25th, that Sunday is actually our... It is legit our two-year anniversary, so we got something special planned for that. So you, I can't wait for you to hear about it and connect with it. Uh, it'll be a little different, and that's all right. Um, but like I said, this this new expression, a new experience that we are in, where we've moved beyond four walls and we're connecting like this, and really, I, what I want to see moving forward uh, in these in these months ending. Uh, 2020 and into 2021 and where we can where we feel safe it'd be really awesome to see us start connecting uh, you know families individually uh, maybe going out for some coffee maybe pulling up to a parking lot and hanging out for a little bit whatever but however you feel safe and however you feel comfortable with folks that you are connecting with and building your hope community wherever you're at those things starting to happen in these next few months and we'll, we'll, we'll share more about that 
in October. I'm excited about it. But seriously, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us. And I want you to know we see you. Hope Community, we, we, we see you. No matter where you're at, no matter what's going on, I want you to know we see you. We acknowledge you. And whether anybody's ever told you this or not, you are loved by the Father. We love you. And you are created in the image of, of the Creator. You are, you are good. Whether, I don't know if anybody's ever told you that or not. But I want you to know you are good. Look in the mirror and see yourself. You're good. You're, you're loved by the Creator. By God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. He loves you and we love you. And we, we see you and I want you to know that you are valued beyond measure. I just want to thank you for hanging out with us today. We will see you Tuesday night. All right. Thank you, guys. Hey, thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, check out our webpage. It's wearehopecommunity.com. Peruse some of the things that we got going on there. There's a blog, some more media. Um, there's a place to give if you would like to. Um, you can check out some other services that we have got. Um, but more importantly, we'd love to hear from you. And there's a place where you can just write a question, shoot us an email, whatever. We'd love to hear from you. You can also check out our Facebook page and our Instagram. Uh, you can connect to us, connect with us through those as well. But thank you so much for tuning in today. And remember that you are valuable beyond measure.